0: Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show for our first hour. Joining us this week is Missy Clifton, and she has got notes, several pages of notes. she warned. Where she's been digging through Be warned. intel that sometimes only she knows where to find. And here's our host, you Tom know, Dupree.
1: So, that, what's that show you watch that's got, uh, um, you know, uh, the 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 woman that's the singer that's a lady uh not lady but uh it's a detective show and they're all doing the work on the computer uh the it,
0: equalizer yeah. with uh <laughs> what's her name it's uh queen latifah
1: yeah queen latifah okay so that show they're always doing this research that one guy he's always doing the research
0: and he goes places nobody else can Yeah, hack. he's
1: always getting into this or that. Different networks, but, um, foreign countries. So it's like she's him as a girl.
0: Missy, if you haven't watched it, you need to see yeah. what he just compared you to.
1: Yeah, the, the, it's a show called, the. is it on Netflix?
0: No, oh, it's on one of the networks.
1: Yeah, well, anyway, it's Queen Latifah. I wanted to call her Lady Uh, Latifa. But anyway That was a high compliment. Yeah. (laughs) So no, she's she's a fantastic I I think she is somebody I would love to meet because she's, you know, kind of an off size, if you will, a larger girl, if you will. And she is
0: She's also had lots of different roles.
1: Unbelievable. And she started out as kind of a rapper or a hip hop. And she's
0: done movies and now she's Yeah, she's
1: done a whole lot of stuff and she's Got this incredible presence. Her face, she can do things with her face that, you know, just her expressions. It's got, she's got a, a, lot a
0: warmness, of, and then she can go to an intensity. But she's
1: mainly warm, you know, even when she's being a badass, if you will. She's right. likable for sure. Yeah, she yeah. is likable. This is a young singer. I call her young. She's 42 years old. Her name is Regina Spector, not spelled like Phil Spector, but. S-P-E-K-T-O-R uh, She lives in New York City Her family though was uh, Russian Jewish um, And uh, She He was a music professor In a Soviet college of music Now he teaches in uh, A public school in Mount Vernon She went to the uh, SUNY At Purchase New York and trained in voice, purchases a little uh, town in uh, Westchester, about, I don't know, 25 miles north of New York City. And uh, that's where she did her training. But let's see, America has a lot of people that are families from Russia who came here because literally they could not make a living. They might have PhDs and they were cleaning uh, uh, floors or something. So. Uh, many of them have been able to employ their um, their talents here. Anyway, she's written a lot of songs. She's you would have to say she's kind of an indie artist, and she is um, kind of a big deal in New York City. Which is seems to me that since uh, since COVID new york has become almost in its own little cocoon uh if you enter into there you you have to play by a certain set of rules uh that are uh, that would be sort of off-putting to me knowing how i think but she lived kind of in the jewish community in uh uh kind of around westchester sort of northern manhattan and on up and um, she's been exposed to Joni Mitchell, Annie DeFranco. I, I love Annie DeFranco. We never played much of her stuff. It's it's an interesting style. Uh, I think she sounds a little bit like Suzanne Vega. Anyway, Regina Spector. Okay, Psalm fifty-seven. This is going to be the King James, so get out your uh, Shakespeare, Oxford English Dictionary. Be merciful unto me, O God. Be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. Some of the older spelling might say overpassed. O-E-R-P-A-S-T. I I will cry unto God most high, unto God that performeth all things for me. He shall send from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. Verse four. My soul is among lions and I lie even among them that are set on fire. Even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows and their tongue a sharp sword. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth psalm 57 verses one through five uh a tale of two trials by jack hellner for the last few weeks the nation's capital and the immediate area have been the site of two high profile trials although this this actually came out two days ago probably only heard of one the first a civil trial between two hollywood celebrities intent on destroying each other and garnering Hyper obsession from the media with endless coverage. The second is a criminal trial where a corrupt attorney intentionally lied to the corrupt FBI on behalf of corrupt, on behalf of corrupt Hillary Clinton, all because she wanted to be president instead of campaigning on issues and ignoring her record of corruption, like a very good establishment politician Hillary and the democratic national committee opted for the concoction of lies to destroy their political opponent. They paid a foreign national Christopher Steele over $10 million to create the Russian hoax, laundering money through a law firm and other accomplices. Then they committed fraud by lying to the federal election commission, claiming the millions were for legal fees. The last thing Hillary, the Democrats, and the lawyers cared about was a fair election. Willing accomplices at the Justice Department knowingly committed perjury, lying on the stand, etc. And we go down here. If a country valued investigative journalism and in objectivity, a criminal trial with so many conspicuous figures would receive a lot of attention from the media. But most people masquerading as journalists have a huge problem. They're willing to lie about Trump and to destroy him in the court of public opinion. So the media was actually complicit also. The last thing mainstream pundits cared about in 2016, 2020, and every other election cycle is the sacred institute of the American Republic and its voting system. They simply want power for leftist i would actually say power period now we've talked about you know how we're going to tie what we say in the first hour to the economy and i mean i hear people tell me well how can you tie people don't want to hear about politics they want to hear about you know investments and stuff folks It's all politics, the market, your money, your uh, retirement money, the money you spend in your pocket. If you don't have a grasp of what's going on in the political realm, then you don't have a grasp of what's going on in your account or anything. Now, what this, there was another article we read about the uh, Sussman trial, and it says that a democracy, and it's so wrong when they call our country a democracy because that's not what it is. It's a republic. But because people don't want it to sound like it's about Republicans, which is so freaking stupid, they don't call it a republic. If it was a democracy, we would have we would go to the polls every day to vote on the things that come before Congress. Because we're a republic, we cede spelled C E D E our authority to our elected representatives and we let them vote on our behalf. What's to prevent them from becoming republic? corrupted themselves nothing there's that possibility and it's actually a probability these days that they will become corrupted and this is certainly what's happened so you now have a system itself which nobody trusts that they can get a fair shake in why is that an economic problem what does it say on your dollar bill What does it say? In God we trust. Exactly. Why did? Why was that one hard for you? <laughs> well, you you've read a dollar bill before, right?
0: I spend dollar bills. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, you should read what's on one every now and then because it, it has some things on there that talk about, in essence, that only the only way that money is of any value is that there has to be some form of objective truth. We have chosen to recognize on our currency that there is a higher power whom on the currency we choose to call God. You want to change that? Change the currency. It's all right. I don't think Bitcoin says in God we trust. You you can buy Bitcoin in these machines. You want to use a different currency? Great. Ours says, in God, we trust on it. That is a declaration that says that all economic activity, when trafficking in goods, services, money, whatever, is based on an understanding of objective truth. So you want to talk about politics? It ties into the economy. You want to talk about the economy? It ties into politics. All right, go ahead. I mean, you are got. You turn, you, okay. I'm sitting right. here 14 well, I mean, minutes in. I'm leaving right. you seven okay. minutes. All right,
2: so um, let's right, let's hit to the crux of this. So, Michael Sussman, you know, a, a trial that probably not many people were watching. There just didn't seem to be a whole lot of interest in it, um, which is really kind of surprising because at it's the just end,
1: the way people are. They're they're they don't want to know anything. Well. They'd rather not know.
2: Regardless of, the, regardless of what happened, his acquittal, Michael Sussman's acquittal, which I do not find in the least bit discouraging, um, the trial showed that the Russian gate was a complete hoax, that Durham got the evidence on court record, and he got damning testimony under oath of exactly what went on. And so as far as I'm concerned, the game is afoot there was a statute of limitations that Durham was operating under and he met that deadline. It stands to reason that he would go after the smaller fish first and open up this, this, this story in hopes that he can get bigger people to flip and to help his case in bringing about a bigger change.
1: Okay, what do you believe about the idea that the Jury was all you know, Clinton donors. It was in D.C. You know, I, there was no way in hell they were going to. Well, I,
2: and one of the funny. I mean, com- what does he
1: have to do? Move the trial right. to Columbus, I, Ohio? I have no
2: clue. And and uh, the one of the funniest comments I think I shared with you was that anyone right of Jane Fonda couldn't get a fair trial in D.C. So, um, but but indeed, the the jury was tainted, and I don't think anybody is even it, questioning it, that it, nobody's questioning about it and, and actually actually i don't think it really upsets anyone what what they were looking for was a fissure a a crack in the facade of what went on so um you know the media can continue to bury the truth of of what went on with the with you know right all right all right on another side here here's what i think is a bigger issue um so if if basically, The fact that Sussman wasn't convicted really isn't a huge surprise. Um, His and uh, the Mooks' testimony, it proved the quote-unquote Hillary made me do it. And that is exactly what Trump wanted. And if anybody hasn't been following this, there was in March of 2022, after being exonerated by the Mueller report, Trump filed a sweeping RICO Racketeer, influenced and Corrupt Organization Act lawsuit against Hillary Clinton, the Democratic National mm-hmm. Committee, and others.
1: Triple damages. Absolutely. if you, if you hit him with RiCO, it's triple. That's what they, they came up with that to fight the mafia. Uh, Giuliani used that with cleaning up New York City. He recode the hell out of people.
2: Rico. Well, it's a it is a one hundred page, one hundred eight page lawsuit. Trump alleged that the defendants maliciously conspired to weave a false narrative that their Republican opponent, that Republican opponent Donald J. Trump, was colluding with a hostile foreign sovereignty, Russia, so that what was it called <laughs> sovereignty?
1: <laughs> I, the way you said it... it was- um, I don't know. I, and I, I and
2: it. now it has serious legs because of Sussman's acquittal, which is, you know, basically Hillary made me do it. it <laughs> If, if he had been convicted... That's like saying
1: the devil made me to... <laughs> I'm but sorry. If,
2: if he had been convicted, then really there wouldn't have been... Uh, then you really couldn't go after the FBI and the and the situation that that uh, certainly has been exposed there. L- let me take so you So you feel
1: like that Durham is definitely playing the long game?
2: I think that... I think that it stands to reason that he would go after the smaller fish first in hopes that he would get people as i said to flip and i have made that statement
1: is he still like a pr- special prosecutor arm of the justice department who is his big boss i mean they they could say to him back off we're, you're getting too hot here
2: well i did i did real I, I read that they actually somebody said they hoped he had security detail but um well i mean but, but who's
1: funding him i mean this is expensive stuff doing these trials and stuff.
2: I'm not sure how to answer that question. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I know it's been established. I think it's the justice department. Cause I think he's a special prosecutor like Ken yeah, Starr was. Cor-
2: correct. One, um, yeah. when, uh, when, one, just an aside note. I love it that, uh, that, that, of course, you know, social media and technology is, you know, you're able to go back and just dig up stuff from way back when, things that people really wish would, you know, would have gone away, but it just didn't, and it was a screenshot exchange between Lisa Page, and I don't know if you remember her connection with the jury, the current jury. That's the
1: one with the boyfriend? Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah, you got Uh, Lisa, she was a a former FBI lawyer um, who had, okay, dated some guy, extramarital affair, yada, yada, yada. Okay, so she's having this, (laughs) she's Having, so, this former FBI lawyer is having a, a text message exchange with a former top FBI agent on August 8th, 2016. She says to him, He's not ever going to become president. Right? Right? Exclamation, uh, question mark, exclamation point. He responds, No, period. No, he won't. We will stop it.
1: Good. good i remember that's been out there for a while yeah yeah that it's great just just to take
2: people back to that that there's the
1: epoch times epoch put out like a chart maybe over a year ago even could have been two years ago about all the fisa stuff that's gone on it's a timetable dale has it hanging down here in Fayette cigar store in the magazine section. He's got the thing that the Epic times did kind of hanging, um, next to the cigar aficionado magazines. And he sells like five years worth of national geographics. You can go back and get one and five years worth of garden and gun. He's got all those, but he's got this hanging down there. This is a plug for downtown Fayette cigar store on Main Street in Lexington. He has that in there. It's it's a thing, it's a timeline of what happened with all this stuff. It's got that woman in there, Paige or whatever her name. Page. Yeah. She's in there. Um, it's this is uh, you, you just feel like saying to these people, just go get a real job. You know, I mean Go get a job, you know, uh, delivering um, milk or something. I mean, just go be a, a person. Quit trying to be a big shot and screw up the whole country.
2: Well, all I got to say is all the people that are, you know, rejoicing that Sussman was, you know, was acquitted are the very same people who were so afraid after January 6th that they erected a fencing around D.C. and brought in 3,000 troops to protect them. Anybody remember that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, how, I said some things. How can we
2: forget that? Well, anyway. Yeah, that
0: was something else. You're Cookies listening to the, the soldiers. Cookies <laughs> for the soldiers. You're listening to the Tom Dupree show, with Missy Clifton joining us.
1: I think they, I think these ladies in my life really like this singer here.
0: Oh, you think? Are they yeah. texting you right now? We well, gotta I mean, go. We have got to go. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. Hmm. Okay. Check it out. Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show for the second half of the second hour. Missy Clifton's sitting in, and she has more notes for this part of the hour, too. We're, okay, we're but still stocked with the information.
1: She's going to have to fight me for shelf space. Here.
0: Oh, my gosh. That won't
1: this be This is crazy. a battle for shelf space. I'm sitting
0: back and watching the show.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, right.
0: You mean Missy sits across from Tom right, I, I, and I, listen, me. That's the this show. This just
1: made me think of something. All right. This is more of Regina Spector, who I think is pretty darn good. But if you don't listen and pick stuff up, you're going to not know anything. All right.
0: Can I do a quick shout out real quick? Sure. We love to support local businesses. And one local small businessman that has helped us out this week is Blacktop Bill. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) And I know you all said, if, if his signs are out in people's yards of driveways that he's done. And he is efficient and good. And we are so thankful for the job that he did for us. And he listens to the show.
1: He's sealing the driveway. And he yeah. does it for a very reasonable price. Do you have his number?
0: I can get it for the end of the hour. We'll close it out.
1: Okay. Blacktop Bill. Not to be confused with Johnny Blacktop.
0: Who's also a friend of ours, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Now, in 1999, there was a company called Enron. Enron uh, was a widely diversified energy and utility company. That traded at a very high multiple was a darling of Wall Street. Uh, a lot of people owned the stock and uh it began to be uh, it began to be construed or uh, it began to be understood that there were some there were some irregularities about the business that had not been reported properly with their financial statements. In other words, they had some investments in things that were not carried on their balance sheet. So when when a company does a 10K or a 10Q report, the balance sheet of a company is something that reflects everything they own and everything they owe. So it's got assets and liabilities, and these things were not on there, but they did have, uh, they did have. Um, liability for what could have gone wrong which it did and it basically took the company down and it went back to their accountants which was called arthur anderson at that time you will not find a company named arthur anderson anymore you do there is one out there called accenture which kind of spun off from that but it was fraud because it was construed to be the case that the CPAs knew what was going on and they didn't uh, report it properly. And so shareholders lost a lot of money. And as a result, uh, coming out of Congress was a law called Sarbanes-Oxley, which was named for the two sponsors of the bill and that finally made it into law. And it's called SOX, as sort of a uh, acronym. What it did was made it punishable by uh, law and jail time if the if the uh, financial statements of a company had been falsified, a public company. And thus, the CEO, the CFO, several people in the corporate suite would be in the line of fire and could be put in prison if it were certified that the company falsified their financial statements. It attached jail time to corporate fraud. Okay, for years, the corporate sector has lived under this law. Why don't we come up with something like this for the press, for the media? So if something gets omitted that should have been reported or gets reported, which is a lie, there ought to be some kind of repercussions that there should be some sort of penalty to lying about it. At least you should not be able to be a journalist anymore. You should be, the the ability to earn your living through writing articles should be taken away from you. Maybe temporarily, temporarily, Maybe longer term, maybe permanently. What's wrong with a Sarbanes Oxley type of uh, system for the press for the media? Okay, I, that's my idea.
2: That's kind of interesting. You know, I mean, it's you think to
1: be- a hell of a lot. You'd sure think twice before number one, you wanted to become a reporter, and number two, before you wrote an article that you knew had omissions in it. Or statements of facts that weren't facts.
2: Yeah, but what's the same? Nothing but the facts, ma'am. You know, that sort of, uh, you know, there, there are there's a place for a, opinion pieces.
1: In the past, it's been based on honor. Well, there's no such thing as honor anymore because people will lie in order to prove their point.
2: It's, you know, um, and you're right. Uh, and. If you're if you're looking at a population that grew up with you know the Walter Cronkite era, that you know you Cronkite, have, what? Sorry.
0: Say it twice. Say it three times. In yeah, a row. say Walter
1: Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. Cronkite, Cronkite, Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. <laughs> Just felt like sovereignty
2: no it was, just, I was I was actually questioning oh, you my sound like pronunciation you said bad there. i was trying I was questioning my pronunciation he's every been go, once in a been, while it's go yeah, go been ahead. gone a while every once in a while you look at a word and and like the you know it's like mumbly peg school it just doesn't come out right you know it, it you see it and you're trying to the mouth is opening and it's just not coming out right all right Um, but, but you're, but, you know, for those folks that, that grew up watching the news and believed what, what they were being told, right. They believed that that person that was sitting there, um, was being provided information for you to use. And it wasn't for you to have to think, oh, I'll, you know, take what I like and leave the rest. It was, it was news as it was supposed to be presented, right. I mean, long before the, so, so we believed well, I guess. I mean, long before the the advertisers and the the money influence um was was, you know, put into place and, and that certainly I don't think um I don't think that there has been anything greater than uh what the pharmacological, the farm pharma, you know, the pharmaceutical industry has has influenced on us um long before COVID. Um there were, you know, things that you never knew you had, you know, watching a, an advertisement, you're thinking, hmm. I have those symptoms, and of course, it always you know it ends with the talk to your doctor about um, you know this, that, or the. You other. can't just
1: go buy this drug. No, no, no. Being but, but
2: but you can you can you know that that advertisement was a catalyst for you to have a discussion with your. With your doctor, and then of course you didn't realize this, but your doctor was also being incented. That oh wait a minute now you just opened up the do- you know the door for your um, you know stomach problems, and now and they actually were getting a little kickback on stomach problems or at drugs, least invited on trips something.
1: The the thing that I sort of bemoan, not really loudly, but in my own head, is there's at least fifty percent of the population of this country and maybe 60 or 70% in Fayette County that simply would not and could not listen to this show given the stuff we're talking about because it would make their brains explode. I mean, one lady was getting ready to open an account with us and she went back and listened to the show and she said, there's no way I can, I've lost a few accounts to people that are, I would say solidly in the blue column who just say in good conscience, I cannot do business with you. Now, I don't understand. See, we, that, all,
0: we also have some clients that are in the blue column that do do business. That appreciate your viewpoints for what they are yeah. and they agree to disagree and, I, I and they love the job you do for them. Those are noble in sort of
1: souls because they're able to kind of go outside their own thought process and and allow that somebody else might at least have ideas about something other than politics but for some people it's such a clear-cut thing. I mean, you know, I wonder if when they go in a restaurant, do they before they order, do they ask the waiter or the waitress what are or your owner, what's yeah, the your what's your viewpoint? political viewpoint? Yeah. Oh, and we want to make sure we know what the cook's political viewpoint is. When we're out, uh, you know, getting our car filled up with gasoline, are we going to? They do ask
0: for the food source sometimes. But the the point I'm trying to make
1: is is that there are people that for whom nuance and difficulty is so difficult that they simply they just don't expose themselves to it. They only look at the things that agree with what their viewpoint is now. It's a lot easier to do if you're a liberal in this country because you can, you can listen to a lot of media that, that backs you up. It's a little harder to do if you're a conservative because the crush of, of, of culture is constantly throwing up stuff in your face that you don't agree with. If you're a liberal, and they they bitch and moan about how this is happening and that's happening, but it's because they want to own everything and everybody's thought, and when they see one person over here or somebody over there that thinks differently, they want to stamp that out real quick, and it hurts them that somebody would have a different idea. But it's, you know, there's just people that could never hear what we're saying. What's
0: What's the latest with Twitter, by the way, the purchase of Twitter?
1: I have no idea.
0: I, I, that's kind of falling off. Elon Musk made a big splash that he was going to purchase it. and we Well, haven't... I think
1: what they're starting to find out, you want to know the truth? Twitter <laughs> isn't the Twitter they thought it was. Twitter's full of bots. Twitter's full of fake accounts.
2: Yeah, I told you that they did a, a yeah. thing on, on Joe Biden's and like more than half of his followers weren't even real. Yeah, they're they starting just... to
1: figure out that it's all kind of BS. Yeah. And, and that's what's happening. They're getting in there and saying, oh, my gosh, it has not been run like a business. So if it weren't run like a business, then they would let anybody in, whether it's real or fake.
0: It makes you wonder what other manipulation has gone on well,
1: you in can the start electronic seeing it. But anyway, yeah. what were you going to well, say? I was
2: going to say that, you know, I've been on Team Dupree since September of 2021. And I think it's funny because you have just as many clients that come in here that think that have are completely I mean,
1: depree, you, you, you and guess are you gonna go out get some t shirts
2: <laughs> no, no no i man. will i will
1: you, <laughs> you no, and i no, you and i do, do not that. agree on a lot of things i'm gonna knock that down but that
2: doesn't stop me from uh taking the value of you know your good research and and thought processes and i and, and that's why that's a lot of people that come a lot of clients that come in here um appreciate the process they appreciate the inquiring mind um the, you know the research that's done the unique research, individual research that's done um, on companies that are in the portfolio on, on many of them and, and that is what you know they, they can take what they like and lead the rest if you will. Um, I think a lot of a lot of um, people that go into
0: investment companies don't realize Tom is like tapping me what? okay they don't realize that the um the research is outsourced that the people that are selling them or um
1: That, that gives let me just say this all right there are things in this business If you can do what we do you have to outsource we cannot be our own custodian we're not set up to do that we use fidelity they're the, one of the best, if not the best in the business. So they're a huge company that do a lot of really good things, and one of which is carry accounts. You get a really neat-looking brokerage statement that's as good as anything you'd get with Merrill Lynch or Morgan Stanley or anybody like that. It's 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 on the same level. It's not like we're custodying stuff in this little safe back here, you know. <laughs> Let's go back there and get that guy's stock certificates out. What kind
0: of like the time that you went to New York with bonds and a briefcase? That 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 kind of thing. We're not
1: supposed to talk about that.
0: Back in Uh, what was that, 1975
1: or 73 or 4. So we use very up to date technology. We use very up to date um, uh, things that we do outsource. We outsource our whole. Performance monitoring and, um, what's the word for it uh, that Advise on does? Uh, keeps our calendars account, and all yeah, account of account all the management, names, right? Yeah, database management. That's mm-hmm. it. One of the best in the business. I mean, very sophisticated. You know, and and what's interesting? It's happened in this business over the last say thirty years. You can get extremely good uh, software and great programs for kind of a small price. Whereas 35, 40 years ago, most of the big firms did not have this. If they did have it, if if I had it for, say, my accounts, uh, I would spend $150,000 of my own money getting all the software written or buying it from somebody who sold three or four packages a year. You know, with, with, with adoption comes lower prices. It's true in anything more people use it the price goes down so that these these software uh, sort of uh, uh, enhancements and 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 benefits have gotten cheaper more ubiquitous and way more robust and we take advantage of that we don't have to have a 500 million dollar technology upgrade like Merrill or or uh, uh, you know, Morgan Stanley and people like that, we, are, we benefit from the big firms that we use doing their own upgrades, and they love, our, they love having us as, as, as clients. So we have used what's out there to our advantage and the advantage of our clients.
0: So what you're saying is we're modernized with an old-fashioned research approach to good companies.
1: Yeah, but we don't skimp on the technology. No. I mean, we're, just because we say we do research in an old-fashioned way doesn't mean we don't use fully contemporary uh, technology that's available to anybody that does this.
0: But you do like to talk to people. One of the technologies we really love is being able to do um, Zoom chats
1: well you, you and then you can tom really tom
0: really likes what well, you just were in on it yeah conference just a that didn't liked it okay tom likes to eyeball to eyeball face to face yeah. but there are so many miles that you can cover
1: yeah you can do a lot with with zoom it, it's interesting how yeah, the ascendancy of zoom completely coincided with covid shutdowns and you talk about choreographed
0: well sort of i was using it for about two years before for social media conferences
1: with it it really got big during that
0: no it just gained traction well and it gained widespread use i don't think that the person at home was using it to talk to people at their office or to other co-workers in other cities at that point well maybe they were in other cities But, but
1: let's kind of go back to that whole technology slash politics slash the economy. If you cannot trust the information you're getting out, I don't care if it's from the press. I don't care if it's from the media. I don't care if it's from a 10 K or a 10 Q that a company puts out. If it's okay to lie in the press, it's going to be okay to lie in financial reporting. Why would you not, if it's all only about money, and control and power, you will say anything to get what you want. Yeah,
2: I was just talking to uh, Chad about that earlier today. That he said, "My God, if you were watching the financial news, you know, you just it just constantly day after day after day, it, it's just like everything else. You would be like alarmed." And on that note, I'm I, I got to put a plug for my. You, you're talking about. Uh, you know, misinformation from the, from the news channels, um, 2000 mules was not debunked. Thank you, Sandra Smith from Fox news. You are a teleprompter reader. You know, nothing. She makes this wide statement based on some, some wall street journal interview and, and some with a a Wisconsin election commissioner that actually is no longer in, in his job. Um, this this is, He's actually resigned. So she wouldn't know the first thing about geospatial tracking. She wouldn't know anything. She was reading off a teleprompt. And, and by the way, she, things have happened since 2,000 Mules, yeah. the
1: movie. Is she one of those bleachy? She,
2: she, I don't know what her thing is. There have been search warrants that have already been issued in Yuma County, Arizona, well, you, on the what, nonprofits what, and, that and were here's involved.
1: What, here's what I said when I first saw it, and you've confirmed that, that the 2,000 Mules – was simply the tip of the iceberg. In Phase other words, one. the stuff Phase they one. they uncovered might have been ten percent of what actually went on, and they even said that in the movie. You know that there, uh, James James O'Keefe has uncovered stuff. You know we got to get. And I'm there. sure
2: there's a whole population that says big deal, y'all move on. It's not. It's not. So yeah. I, I, I kind of like the idea of moving on a little
0: bit, but you I do I but, know there's more information that needs to be known. Let me close this out. Blacktop Bill's phone number, 859-270-1629. 859-270-1629. Blacktop One bill. We're going to blow him up, baby. Give him a call if you need to have your driveway sealed. He does a beautiful job. Yeah. Great attitude. Great guy. You've been listening to the Old Tom Dupree Lushington. Show with Missy Clifton. We'll be back in just a few minutes with our financial guys. Stay tuned. me.